The launch pad will begin in 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been waiting for it. We are back. You are back here with my brother T. Holly Thomas and my What's other good? brother Dwight. What's up, fellas? <laughs> and can I, listen, can I say something real quick before yeah, we get man. started, just in case y'all hear something crazy? Yeah, yeah. Let's I'm do doing it. this podcast outside because my neighbors. There's some redneck neighbors down the street that were shooting off fireworks. Wow. So my wife is like, go outside and see what all that noise is. <laughs> so I'm outside. <laughs> I'm outside walking around with my gun in my hand. So you never know what might happen in the next hour. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Well, I'm not going to push gentlemen. pause no matter what. So. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, you heard that. Uh, so the sweet sounds of crickets and can you hear that? Is yeah, um, we can. yeah, we oh. can hear it, but it's all good. I mean, it's all good. It, it's our podcast. What, what if it's what, too loud? I'll go in though. Just let nah, me but, know. But our motto is we do whatever the hell we want. So yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> so it, it doesn't matter. But um, you know, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. This is the launch pad. With myself, Kevin, my man Dwight, and my man Thomas. And the first thing that I do want to say to America is Brianna Taylor's killers are still out there. Uh, just wanted to remind yeah. everybody of that. Um, and yeah. Prayers uh, once again to, to her family as well as the family of Elijah McClain out in uh, Colorado. Um, so I do want to, I do want to mention that and, and let's just keep it all the way a hundred because it seems like social media is back to his regularly scheduled programming, but black lives still matter. So yeah. I gotta be honest, man. I was gonna, I was gonna say, I thought that uh, social media was still popping that cause it's been all over my thread. Cause it'll be some ill, like, uh, thank God it's Saturday. Guess what? Brianna Taylor's killers are still not caught. So I've been yeah. seeing that kind of stuff everywhere, to be honest. It's I haven't funny. seen a slowdown on my side. It, it's funny because it, it's definitely a slowdown on my side. Um, now, mm-hmm. I do catch it every once in a while, but I think it's because of of the people that I follow um, just from a – from a basketball, basketball. perspective, yeah, you, perspective, they're yeah. getting ramped up again, man. Yeah, so we're about to know, have sports. Son. Yeah, we about yeah, yeah, we about to have we about to have sports back. You oh. know what I'm saying? <laughs> we got we got the MLB uh, coming back on on Thursday. On Thursday, got, yep. Not, yeah, we got the W. <laughs> we got the WNBA um, coming back. Might um, beat that. 
and we got the NBA, of course, coming back at the end of the uh, at the end of the month. So we got what ten days, something yep. like yes, that. Yes, the 29th. So it's yeah, nine. so so nine days. Yeah, so um, you know, I, I do want to uh, first and foremost mention that um, I missed the the powwow uh, that occurred on Saturday, and I'm highly jealous. Um, Yo, are we about to visit what we did all day? Like, can we discuss Saturday so you can be really upset? I, I really don't. I, I really don't want to. I, but no, I mean, uh, wait, hold on. Uh, wait, 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 wait. I think I think now would be the ideal time to go back to our original format where we said that we were going to have a segment called Bathroom Break with the White, and yes. I think. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Means to tell the whole story. So, ladies and gentlemen, it, it is now bathroom break with yes. the Go ahead, D. <laughs> Listen, man, just so that you guys are clear, that Uncle Nearest is no jumper. Shut up. Stop hear me. hear <laughs> me when I tell you, I have sipped Uncle Nearest. I have had Uncle Nears with rocks. I have had Uncle <laughs> Nears with a tad bit of ginger beer and a little bit of water, too. Mm-hmm. But taking shots of Uncle Nears? <laughs> Woo-wee! Now, I have a question. Was it the 1859 or the 1884? 59. No, wait, 84, 84, 84. No, that right? 84, 84. I was yeah, going to say, 84. yeah, that, that, no, we that, would that, be that, dead. That yeah, that 59 is, is, is for real. <laughs> I hear people talking about all these black issues. Go support Uncle Nearest. Holy yep. fuck. Yep. We drank, yep. we drank, we drank a legit, a legit, this is not all we drank, but we drank a legit three-fourths of a bottle of Uncle Nearest straight while playing cornhole. Yep. Like, we oh, have yep. no fucking sense. Yep. <laughs> I was so mad. Listen, Kevin. I mean, Kevin. You want, so you you just gonna rub you just gonna rub that in, right? Okay, Kevin. <laughs> listen, listen to what your boy did to me, because I'm a little bit mad because he's been so quiet on all the other podcasts. He's the drummer at church. He man, he you know what I'm saying he puts on a really good front for the people. <laughs> Ain't no front, man. Ain't no front. Wow. Ain't no front. Oh, wow. Ain't no front. I'm gonna Look, tell you something. I'm, I'm gonna uh, tell you something though, right quick. I've known Thomas. Ain't no front. I'm, I've known Thomas since since. So Thomas is a year older than me, right? And I came down what second grade. Yeah, it was about second grade. So I've Y'all known, known Thomas. each other that long. Yeah, it's been that yep. long. It's been that long. Yep. And this is totally unfair, man. We've we've <laughs> seen we've seen each other grow. In our lifetime, you know what I'm saying? Like he went to a rival high school of mine, but we were still yeah. best friends. You you feel me? So well, I already I already know what I Thomas got something is to like. tell both of y'all. Fuck y'all. <laughs> your boy. Fuck y'all. Oh, he, this fool had look, Kevin. <laughs> Kevin, listen to how smooth he did me though. So one day we're going to have to have my best friends on the show. I've had the same friends since I was two years old. Like from <laughs> two till now, all of us still hang out. So one day I'm going to have them over and y'all got to come over to meet them. They're great. But let me go back to your boy, 
so I was like, I got the whole day planned, son. I'm all excited. I called him the night before, like, yo, what are you drinking? Like, what are we doing? Let's get it in. I woke up at 7 o'clock and took my medicine, okay? First off, rip 7. I get the truck. I pull the doors off. I pull the top off. I pull everything out of the Jeep to come meet him so we could ride together and ride around. You know what I mean? Right. (laughs) So we get to the store. I'm grabbing beer. I'm talking shit like you can drink whatever you want, get whatever you want. <clears throat> we get to the house and I'm starting to drink beer and I'm realizing like, damn, his beer must have had a motherfucking hole in it because it's gone. <laughs> so, right, let me finish mine and catch up. Man, we're three beers deep, right? And he and we're just sitting in the front yard talking and playing with the kids. We go swimming. We finish that 12 pack. And we start taking shots at nearest. No, I made one drink, right? One little drink. And then we start taking shots at nearest. Dude, this dude was into me for four shots at one time for playing <laughs> cornhole. Wow. Four shots. He was like, give them to me. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I'm not taking none. I'm not about to lose no more games. I'm too drunk. I was at my own house. I was slurring my speech. <laughs> oh my gosh. We we had to get out the house and went to my boy's crib down the street, drank beer in his yeah. front yard. I don't even remember coming home and going to sleep. Well, well thank thank you for that amazing bathroom break story. Um I really appreciate it. Kevin, I don't even remember going to sleep. <laughs> How did you miss this? The whole time, the whole time, I'm just sitting there. I'm just chilling. I'm laughing. Like I'm just, I'm just having a great time. Because again, they're such great folks. They're so hospitable. Like <laughs> fixed lunch and everything, man. Like I just had an amazing Saturday. Like I was just great. And then I just left and came. You know, I had to go buy another function, and then I came home. <laughs> Kevin, you can't come back over, man. You can't have me passing out at my own house, dude. I thought I thought you was the one. I was gonna have to worry about you. I I thought you had me beat. I I would because you no. were fine when I left. I didn't. I didn't stop drinking when you left, though. That was my problem. <laughs> Yo, um, we gotta have a redo, man. We gotta have a redo. Let's do it as soon as possible. This time, Kevin, you have to come. Um, yeah, um, Kev, yeah. don't be too hurt. Kevin, right, did don't you be see hurt, the Kev. pictures I sent you? Yeah, I did. He's <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> so hurt. <laughs> that laugh, that laughing shit ain't gonna, ain't gonna fly. Yeah, did you see the pictures? I saw the goddamn pictures, Dwight. <laughs> okay. Let's move on. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. man. So, which picture did you say you saw? You saw. You know what? (laughs) You lucky there there isn't a a, a fourth person on this shit because I was like, fuck you, fuck you, and fuck you. (laughs) Who's next? Okay, okay. 
We can't. People don't care about this. We gotta talk about something so it's some substance, substance in it. Yeah. Hold on. Oh my god. But I do want to invite. Hold on, man. Because and all the podcasts that I. Oh my god. I'm still. My eyes are watering. I'm sorry. And all the podcasts that I love that I watch, they do. Like once they get big, they have a pod where they have it live. You know what I mean? And they have participation from the audience or whatever you know yeah so i yeah. really think that we need to have one at the house together so that we'll know what that energy is going to be like when we have one with a bunch of people around <clears throat> you know what i mean so you guys should come here i'll send my family away and we'll just do it up in the backyard for however long y'all can hang out yeah, I'm with that for sure. Set the date and the time, and I'm there. All right, I'm gonna get my parents to take the kids. <clears throat> would y'all's what? Would you, you know? Would you want to bring significant others? You know, um, that's a good question. Um, you know, I'll I'll ask my my lovely wife if, if she would like to participate. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. You're gonna need somebody to drive you home if you're messing with Thomas because (laughs) (laughs) this motherfucker was going banana. I thought he might drown. Listen, oh, that was good. Okay, all right. So, what's the Kevin? You said that you had to get some things off your chest. So let's get Let's get to these pictures that you saw. Now, which pictures did you say you saw? You saw the pictures from Saturday? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Man. Okay, I'm just kidding. Go ahead, man. What's your... <laughs> you, a funny, you a funny motherfucker. You know that? Yeah. <laughs> I've been... I had a bad day, man. I needed this. Right <laughs> yeah. But listen, 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 y'all. Um, I, I just wanted to, you know, just come back on the show and, and kick it with my guys and just wanted to just talk about what's going on right now. Um, and we, we already, we already mentioned, you know, the, um, the issues that we have in the world and, you know, everything is kind of like just in a stressful zone right now. You know what I'm saying? Like we got Social, we got social injustice as we've always had since the beginning of time. Mm-hmm. We have, you know, we have this coronavirus going on. You know, we got Kanye in, in Charleston or North Charleston mm-hmm. or wherever he was at, you know, going mm-hmm. going bananas. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, you know what, like, when when is all of this, you know, when is all of this stuff going to to make sense because none of it does to me. And I just wanted to kind of shed, you know, shed light and, and come on the show and, and talk to you guys about how, how you guys are feeling about all of this stuff. Because, you know, to me, it's like, you know, at this point, what type of reaction can you give? Like it is it's always kind of like to us, especially as black folks. We always saying, well, it is what it is. We just got to live on it. Man, fuck all of that. It is what it is. I've never you know thought saying? that. I've never I know, thought that. I know you never thought that. I know you never thought that. Come on. We, I can also tell you that I'm having fun right now. 
Like, this shit is kind of funny. Like, the Kanye shit... That shit... I mean, how do you take stuff like that serious? I can't take that serious. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it's I too much... With, with people getting murked out here by the cops in Portland... Yeah, getting put into minivans, right? And then you got that lady that went out that joint completely naked, mm-hmm. oh, right? You, COVID. Mm-hmm. Some of this you just gotta say. You know what? That shit is funny. I mean, that shit is real funny, man. Like, come on, man. The lady walking around doing ballet in the street naked is humorous. Yeah, like, I just what, think what, it's so. What's what, what all that? They never said, man. Oh, they, man. I mean, it just it's something that just happened. You know, it's going down in Phoenix. I mean, in uh, Portland. In Portland right now. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, not a game at all right there. <clears throat> they they took protesting to a different level. So are you guys – let me ask you all this. I got a question. Are you guys having a lot more racial conversations with the white people that you know? Like, are they waiting – like, so in my lifetime, I've always been the one white guy at every job. And when racial things come up, they don't wait for me to answer. They spout out their opinion and just keep it moving because they're uncomfortable. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed that people are waiting for you to answer on every topic? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I noticed that at work. Yeah. I definitely noticed yeah. that at work. That's a weird yeah. A weird thing, man. It is weird because you know before all of this stuff, and mind you, we we know why people are seeing all of this stuff now is because Correct. there's no distraction, right? There was uh-huh. no sports going uh-huh. on. It was nothing, you know. Um, I, I'm not going to say nothing worth seeing or or, or or lack thereof, but you know, people are in the house. Yeah, and they're seeing all of this, so they they couldn't look away, and they they were basically forced to see it. And you know, for us, it's like, well, this been happening. Like, where y'all been? Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, I fucked up on a conversation today about that. So you're absolutely you know, right. So <clears throat> you know, I am seeing a lot of that at work a little bit more, and yeah. you know, for for me, I don't I don't even know how how I even feel about it, like because. You know, part of me is like, what? What's your, you know, what's your motive? You know, can I really trust you to to value what you're what you're telling me right now? Are you really <laughs> Are you really opening your eyes, or is it just no. because you're no, forced? Yeah. Let Let me answer. <laughs> let me answer for you. No, <laughs> no, they don't give a fuck. This is a trend. Yeah, yeah. No, do not let your guard down ever. No, nah, of course I not. I let my guard down once today, but I kind of did it on purpose because I wanted to see what people were going to say because I'm kind of tired of all this shit. So at first, people would ask me stuff like, how were you feeling? Have you ever experienced any of this stuff? What do you think about social injustice? What is this? What is that? So now, at the time, I was like trying to like educate people I thought. You know, like, because it was right around 4th of July, and I was like, you know, I don't really do 4th of July like you do. You know, like, I spend it with my family, Mm -hmm. and I barbecue because I'm off work, but I'm not, like, super celebrating the flag, and I'm not doing all that stuff. That isn't really my way, you know? Yeah, nobody, yeah, I don't think any black folk are being patriotic on July 4th. 
I mean, it, it's a good excuse to be off work. It's a good excuse to, you know, throw something on the grill. Yeah, but know, white people didn't know that we didn't care. Like, white people didn't know that. Oh, yeah, of course. Like they assumed because that's how they felt. That's how we felt. You know, this was a wake up call. So I got asked, like, how do I feel about <clears throat> the thing since George Lloyd? And I was like, well, really, George Lloyd didn't change my opinion on anything. I felt the same since Emmett Till. Like it really mm-hmm. I've known about all of these things. Like it, it can't change my perspective or my way of moving because my way of moving is already set. Like that's already done. And they were like, oh, well, did you see the video? <clears throat> Like, it was eight minutes and something seconds. It's like, I'm not going to sit there for eight minutes and watch this dude die. Like, it's happened so much. I didn't, I didn't, it didn't take that for me to get riled up. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it didn't take the knee on the neck to get me riled up. I stay riled up. Like, that never changes for me. I'm always like this. Because <clears throat> I've seen it for forever. But like 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 I've been telling everybody, now all of a sudden, you know, people want to have conversations. They want to sit. They want to listen. They want to learn, and then they want to help implement change. Listen, if that's if that's your genuine objective, if that's your intention for real, then I applaud you. I can sit and have a conversation all the time. But my question back to them is: so after you sit, after you have that conversation, right. after you listen and you learn. Then what? Then what? So because because see, because see that's what's gonna that's what's gonna kind of like separate everybody. Yeah, that's what's gonna separate the allies from the the wannabes from the people who are doing it just because it's the newest trend. Yeah, you know, and all this other stuff. And what I'll are you gonna you do? There's um, I'm on this group of Bible study guys, right? And it's my brother-in-law, this really cool name David, and this other really cool name David. Now, both Davids are white dudes, right? Uh, and so we started talking about this stuff because they want to know, and my brother-in-law wants to hear my experience because his experience is different than mine. And it's been fantastic, right? Like, mm-hmm. they're asking questions, I'm asking questions, back and forth dialogue all day, really good stuff, really open and honest. So the dude goes, I've got <clears throat> a black employee at work. And... I wanted to say something to him because I'm my eyes are getting opened and my awareness has changed, but I'm scared mm-hmm. to say the wrong thing because he doesn't know my eyes are open and that my awareness has changed. Only I do. <clears throat> uh-huh. So how do I approach him so that I can change things? <clears throat> and I was like, well, hire more black people. He's like, what do you mean? I was like, if you do the right thing, we always notice right off rip. You don't have to talk to me about it. Uh Your actions speak so loud that I don't have to have a conversation with you about race because you're not the only one. The fact that you only have one means there's either not a lot of black people around your area or you're not looking. Right. And he's like, man, thanks. He's like, I'm going to just show him then. And he's like, he's going to hire some black people. Yeah. I mean, that's that's, how you make change. Yeah, that's how you make change. And, you know, we talk about 
the social injustices. We talk about um, all of these so-called changes these companies are making, but, you know, what is it really saying? My thing is, I've always been the economics guy. Mm-hmm. I've always been the one that says, give Black people a chance by giving them the correct economic opportunities that you're giving everybody else. But mm-hmm. it's, it's not a chance, though. It's not a chance. For you to be sitting at that table, you're twice as good as everybody else sitting at that table. The fact you're that right. you're it not really hiring black people means... No, the, the, if you understood what we've been through because you saw the dude get kneeled on his neck and die, and that moved you, then you obviously can see that I'm twice as good as everybody else around here. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you're doing your own company a service by hiring the dude that's twice as good, that's going to work twice as hard. Right. 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 The problem is that I see, man, is that white people don't know how to hire black people. They can't see. They can't see through the bullshit. Right. Like just like there's white people that bullshit when they go on interview, like Donald Trump clearly bullshitted when he ran for president (laughs) and fooled all these people. Right. Right. Nobody would have ever known he was going to be this fucking bonkers. Nobody like Mm -hmm. even I hated him. And I still in my wildest dreams would never have thought that he would have Goya beans on the fucking White House desk and nobody would say shit. I like that. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Obama wore a brown suit, and, they, and the media oh, went nuts. They went, went nuts. nuts. Went nuts. Goya beans? Nuts. Nigga, let Obama have put Goya beans on the motherfucking desk. He would have set us back 500 years. We just would have signed up for slavery all over again. Like, fuck this. We give up. You're right. He was tight, though. So I think if they knew how to see through our bullshit when we're you know there's good people in every race mm-hmm. if they if they knew they could find the right qualified people and they didn't they'd just be hurting their own business and it's obvious now you're absolutely right so with so, with that being said um i, I do want to kind of shed um a little bit of light and uh, moving to um, my favorite thing, of course, is sports, mm-hmm. basketball. You know, we got we got basketball coming back. We got um, we got. You think WNBA. football's coming? You think football's going to come? I, I don't know because because like everybody is, you know, everybody within the football realm, they're kind of like. You know, they kind of sketchy about the whole safety. Super um, sketchy. And, and everything. Uh-huh. I think Pat Mahomes uh-huh. came out, was, was was saying that it's it sketch. Um, a few other um, players has come out, you know, saying that, yep. that it's sketch. Um, I haven't been following um, at the NFL guys as much um, as I've been following. The NBA all did of it, the right? NCAA um, college football. Done. So, like, from. <sighs> What I'm hearing is a whole bunch of conferences. They saying like, "Nah, we're not having a fall season." So you can all the black yeah. schools, all the black schools, yeah, yeah, all yeah. the Ivy League schools are done. In football. Yeah, yeah, Ivy League, yeah. Swag, Miac, well, they nah, nah. They they they're saying that uh, 
especially with uh with HBCUs and stuff, they're looking more so at a spring season. So they're looking at you know too. getting ramped up like in January, February, and then your season would last kind of like from so like wait, March wait, until wait. May or something. Like that. So wait, you would have football and basketball at the same time? In the- well, no. So 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 right now they're saying a lot of conferences and schools are put are saying football is out or whatever. Basketball because it oh, doesn't okay. get started until like November, late yeah, November, November, early December. Okay. They're not sure yet. Yeah, but as yeah, of right now, fall sports, yeah, fall sports are kind of are out or whatever. Um, Listen, so, man, probably, wear your mask because we need March Madness. Wear your mask. Holy shit! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, oh, if you God. if you're hearing if you're hearing Dwight clearly. You know, I'm going to repeat what he just said. Please wear your wear mask. your mask. Please wear your mask. Stop wow. being ignorant. Wear listen, your mask, please. Listen, I'm going to give a public service announcement, fellas. This is not politics. It's not. It's not. It's, it's just not. not. It's not. It's really not. It's just not. It's your health. Stupid. Yeah, you can. It's your look, Leave the gun in the car. Put your concealed weapon away. Wear your mask. Wear your mask. It is not a Republican Democratic thing. Damn, it's we not. March it Madness. A human Focus. health thing. Focus. It's we a hu- it's a humanity need, thing. We need sports. And you know what? I'll tell, way- you <laughs> I'll tell you this on some real shit. I told a Republican today, I said, look, man, you want me to be a Republican? You want me to be proud of this country? Tell motherfuckers to wear a mask so we can get that number down. We look like dumbasses to the rest of the world. Yep. <laughs> yep. Like, dang, yep. this is embarrassing, man. The Congolese yeah, people are looking at us like these motherfuckers are stupid. The damn everybody, French, South African people, like we can't travel nowhere. No vacation. Nope. The Bahamas just closed their, uh, their country to us. If whatever. You, if you hit the lottery over. right now, you're stuck. Yep. Yep. No. No vacations. No. Mm-hmm. No. Nothing. No. You got to stay here. I think that Florida is about to shut down, and then you can't even go to New York if you're from Florida. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. Well, shoot. Not even from uh, from South Carolina either. Yeah, because South Carolina was like top three. Man, y'all, yep. don't, y'all don't even so, wear a helmet, so I don't, there's no way you're going to get a mask done. There's no way. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. <laughs> it's not going to happen. If you can't get motherfuckers to wear a helmet on a motorcycle, there's no way you're getting a mask done. That's true. That's true. Yeah. No way. Yeah, welcome, welcome to South Carolina. Nah, I, I, I think it's, people are so stuck on it. I don't understand where this argument is that you're uh, that you uh, you're infringing on my constitutional rights by telling me I have to wear a mask. I, I don't understand that. It's oh, not I, I can a matter of it. constitutional rights. It's, it, it's not a matter of constitutional rights. It's a humanitarian thing. Like you got another human over there. If I'm in a room with like three other people who are like sixty plus years old, I know that I could possibly be asymptomatic. Or whatever, I'm gonna wear a freaking mask to save them, or whatever right. to spare them. Like, I don't understand it. Like, I can explain part of it. So selfish, man. I really do think a lot of it has to do with the concealed weapons permit and taking away the right to 
carry guns. The and and a lot of people are saying now they no matter what they don't want to be forced to take a mandatory vaccine. <clears throat> but those arguments in terms of your freedom have to take a second place to the world health status. You know what I mean? Like the problem I see is that people are putting their specific wants and needs instead of the collective. And so that's right. why the, the, the democracy is having a hard time, right? They're like, no, I can do what I want. So I'm a rebel against anything you tell me to do. Well, mm-hmm. they're going to say, well, okay, well then don't fly then until you get your shot. Right. <clears throat> and that's when it becomes a problem because we shouldn't have to be forced to get an injection but you'd be a dumbass not to, you know, it's just one of those things. Like it's people are making it into something that it's not like when Colin Kaepernick took a knee, everybody's like, Oh, it's about the army. What? Like what black person hates the army? Like we ain't even on that. Right. You know, Uh, even Mark, even Muhammad Ali, he didn't hate the army. That's not why he went. He went because he had different belief systems. Right. Black people Uh don't hate the army. That isn't even a thing. So people just have to understand, like, take a step back. If your family was all living in one place, would you get a vaccine for them to save their life and to continue on future generations? The answer to that is no, then don't take the fucking vaccine. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry, I keep, you keep getting me on my high horses. (laughs) So (laughs) one, one thing that I do want to, commend on the sports side is we recently had the the TBT uh, the basketball tournament which was that I'm good? Huge, yeah I'm a huge fan of it very, uh, good. Shout, very out, good shout out to my, my former teammate John Dre Jefferson who was unable to participate this year because he tore his Achilles about six months ago um, oh, hope you're staying sucks. strong hope you're staying strong my brother um, but yeah, he was a part of the infamous overseas elite. Um, who that, I was uh, pulling for. Yeah, I who was I was for pulling them, for. I was pulling for them too, man. Um, <laughs> but uh, but 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 shout out first off, shout out to Sideline Cancer for that amazing game, and then shout out to uh, the Marquette alumni team for winning it all. Um, Darius Johnson Odom, that boy is still a bucket. Um, but. Yep. The basketball tournament gave us kind of like an in-depth look on how, you know, quarantine and sports should look like. Can I ask questions? Yeah, you can ask questions. I mean, they did an amazing job. Did they change the angles that the cameras are in so that you get a better view since there's no people? So they didn't do that. It was still kind of like a press box angle. But what they did was they put kind of like this huge drape or of like banners around the like seating area so it looked like they were um they were in like it literally looked like a bubble um yeah and they just decorated it with all of the tbt logos with with faces and um it, it looked really good the presentation was really good and i'm gonna tell you what they did um each uh team was assigned um you know to a particular you know to a floor floor you know within within the within the realms 
of the arena and the hotel, which they bought out the entire thing um, so that it was strictly for TBT personnel and teams. And um, the thing was, you get five tests, basically. And if you test positive for one of them, your entire team is out. Yep, for real? Yeah, and they had teams on standby just in case they had specific uh, a wow. specific person on a Did team. Anybody have to go home? Yeah. 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 I um, think they I think they ended up having to replace like three yeah, teams. It was two or three or whatever, teams before, that they had to be before, before the tournament even started. And then once the tournament actually got started, I think they had one team where one person actually uh tested positive. And so what happened was the team that they were supposed to play in the round of sixteen, I think, they ended up immediately advancing to the uh to the round of eight uh, or whatever—that—that—that's right. what ended up happening. But they—they they did not play any games, man. Matter of fact, even the broadcaster. So the tournament was in what was it in Columbus? Yeah, it was in Columbus. Yeah, in Columbus. Even even the broadcasters were like offsite. They right. were doing it like from uh, help me out, Kev, from Dayton, I think. Yeah, I think they were doing it from Dayton because the original TBT. Um, the, the beginning of the TBT was going to start in Dayton. Like, Dayton was mm-hmm. one of the regional spots. And mm-hmm. they they had a broadcast crew. They didn't have any of – they didn't have any of the color commentary inside the bubble. They were in their nope, own little the spaces. And the they, they did the commentary while the teams were playing. And it was – it was clear. It was – it was – Nice. I mean, you would have thought those commentators would was in the arena, the way yeah. they had it set up. Um, it was, ESPN it was, it was did a great job with with the production on that. Um, so kudos to to ESPN for doing that. Um, and like I said, kudos to the, the the creators of the TBT because like that week and a half, two weeks of basketball, man, that was life for me, man. That was life. They were. They were literally like the guinea pigs, and I think they, they even said that you know, like the NBA went back and kind of changed and tweaked some of their plans just from watching the TVT. Um, I mean, obviously, all of the games were interesting because they had what did they call it, Kev? The, the Elias ending or whatever, where you, in the Elam. last four minutes, Elam. the Elam, yeah. So, uh, where like the team that's in the lead, they just add eight more points to their score. And whoever gets that score first, essentially, you know, is who wins or whatever. But like spot on or whatever. Like, and and I and I'll tell you this: this is really going to put the NBA in an awkward position because they're going to have to deliver. Um, in, in terms of they're going to have to follow that up. Um, a lot of people aren't talking about it, but they're going to have to follow it up. They spent so much time, so much money, so much effort. And, you know, planning this whole bubble thing or whatever. Um, I, I saw yesterday that for the first time, no players tested positive as of yesterday yeah. or whatever. So, you know, so, I mean, we, that's a good thing. But we're talking about these guys are going to have to be down there essentially for three months or whatever. And so they are going to have to, like, you know, be on point with this thing and really so that this can actually be, you know, done because heaven forbid if you know something goes sideways and they have to set it down again in the middle of the playoffs then what are you going to do or whatever so yeah and 
and like I said, you know, in regards to the TBT, um, so you know, ex ex excellent job by by everyone involved in that because that definitely set kind of like the precedence of of what you know sports in in a quarantine type situation would look like. Um, and mm -hmm. there was there there to me there were no flaws in, in that process, and just like um, T time said, you know, it, it's definitely going to be um, something that the NBA, like the world is going to be on notice on how the NBA, uh, you know, responds to that. And, yeah. you know, I'm, yeah. I'm definitely going to compare it if, if I see something yeah. that's out of, out of line, but, um, yeah. you know, even with that going into the WNBA and these accommodations, you know, like I understand, I do understand that it's a, you know, revenue, profit type, um, type business. But to have our women, who is the elite of the elite, standing mm -hmm. crazy behind accommodations, when Frankie you got the, hotels, yeah, with, when you got the the NBA staying in resorts in Disney, yep. you mean to tell me there couldn't have been any better accommodation? Like Universal Studios. Don't they have like, don't they have resorts and stuff down there? Like they couldn't stay in yep. one of the Universal Studios resorts. They, like, come on, they got man. enough. Gotta they got that. enough room. At, they got enough room at Disney, man. They, I, and, and that's what I'm saying. It's humongous. Disney's humongous. Like, come here's on, man. Y'all doing our WNBA women dirty, man. Come on. But, man. but here's the thing. Here's the thing. You're talking about 22 teams with 17 players from each team in the NBA. And they made these massive accommodations. And versus the WNBA, you got twelve teams, and they didn't even get additional personnel or whatever. I think they only, I think each team only bought like what twelve or whatever. Yeah, I think maybe, they only yeah, bought like maybe 12, yeah, maybe twelve. Um, so players. so you got a more manageable situation over here with with twelve players on twelve teams, and you mean to tell me you can't give them equitable and like. I mean, like, I, I saw some of the pictures from, like, the laundry rooms and stuff. Like, they had to get, like, even the the WNBA president had to look at it, and she literally got on the phone and started, like, you know, like, moving players to different to different hotels and stuff because she was like, this is unacceptable. Oh, I mean, so fellas, what, you got to remember, they, they can't they have to not accept that treatment. That, that has to be where it starts. I mean, they have... There's no opportunity in this country like the WNBA right now because they're going to be there when it takes off because now it has an equal opportunity because they're not worried about ticket sales. It's just TV. So if they make good TV, they'll get raises. I mean, I don't think they should accept right. what they have. I would be like, oh, I'm not going to come. I'll go play in China and make millions, you know? But, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But – Absolutely. If they're gonna take it, the one upside of the whole situation is they're about to blow up. Oh There's, yeah. It all the all the fan stuff is gone. It's it's not fan stuff, mm -hmm. but in the, in the arena stuff is gone. So nobody's mm -hmm. gonna watch the WNBA now. I'm I would probably watch it now more so than I would before because the crowd's just not there. Mm -hmm. You know. So now they'll be able to make that TV money, and they should be fine because the dramatic mm -hmm. part of it is is gonna happen. They got some yeah. good girls now too. Oh, the man. skill level is unreal. Oh, man, 
Man, let me tell you. Let me tell you about about the. I can I can name a whole bunch of players that. Well, first and foremost, I, I want to. I need to mention um, Asia Wilson because she yep. came out with a. She came out with a piece on yesterday um, on the Players Tribune, which was an excellent piece. Um, I applaud her. Um, and after reading that that piece, uh, she has become um, my favorite ball player, like in the league right now. And there's a lot of players that that I that I love. Um, of course, mm-hmm. uh, Candace Parker, um, Di- Diana Taurasi, Sue yep. Bird, Brianna yep. Stewart. Uh, let me let me let me go back. Um, Elena Deladon. Yeah, Elena Deladon. Skylar Diggins Smith. Um, yep. Uh, my girl Christy Tolliver, Odyssey yep. Sims. Like I, I, yep. I love a whole. Oh, my girl Ty Young. Like uh-huh. I. Oh, if Ivy Lada was still playing in the league, man, listen. But like a- Asia Wilson um, and Liz Cambage, can't forget about can't forget about the yeah. big fundamental right yeah. there. But yeah. um, and and, uh, and there's a lot of other uh, WNBA players that I that I don't name and, and I. And I love and appreciate them because of their skill. But um, Asia Wilson, I think she's coming into, you know, a realm that is kind of like LeBron-esque when it comes to not only the basketball court, mm-hmm. but with the social aspect and also the kind of kind of the 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 image aspect the face of the league type aspect i mean let's face it she's playing in vegas she's the star in vegas with you know liz canberry yeah. and now angel uh-huh. mccotry is there um yeah shout out to angel yeah. mccotry um she got uh i think i think that's uh kayla, is that kayla mcbride um that i think that's kayla mcbride you know they got yeah. squad and, yeah. and um, yeah. prayers up to Kelsey Plum too. She told her, yeah, she just um, she just told her, yeah, that yeah, was that was tough. Ago. But like with you being the face of of that type of franchise, a Bill Lambeer led franchise, we all know what Bill Lambeer was like. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So um, I, I really appreciate um, Asia Wilson and that piece that she came out with on yesterday. So salute to her. Um, and, you know, I, I just wanted to kind of express kind of like my feelings on like the whole bubble situation and just go right back to it. And like, listen, TBT, they did a wonderful job. Let's see what the WNBA and let's see what the NBA is going to do to follow suit with that. You know what I'm saying? So I think, I think ultimately this is, this is really going to, uh, one thing, one thing I want to point out is there was a especially for the NBA there was a lot of talk of you know uh there were there were these group of players that said well you know what I can't see myself playing right now because this is taken away from you know from what's really going on like you know the Kyrie's of the world and uh they I think even Avery Bradley even Dwight Howard made a statement he was reluctant to go and play and stuff um and then you know, and then you had your other players like LeBron knows who are more like, no, we, we need to play. We're ready to play or whatever. And so I wanted to pose that to you all, you know, uh, 
you know, what's what's your stance? Like, do, do you think you just play and then you use your platform? You know, like a Tobias Harris, you know, when he had his media time yesterday, you know, he didn't answer any questions. He said, I want to use my platform to bring, you know, attention to the fact that Breonna Taylor's, you know, killers are still out there. Or do you just, you know, boycott playing ball all together? You just like, listen, no, I'm going to be on the front lines. I'm going to pick it. I'm going to protest and all this other stuff. Like, what's your, what's your, what's your view on that? So, so Thomas, I'm a, I'm, I'm indifferent about it because I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just a basketball guy, right? I, I, I right. would love to see, see the game. However, I'm not going to chastise or condemn anybody who right. wants to use their platform for awareness of social injustice, that's more right. power to that player. So if they don't play, I'm not going to be like, oh, no, they need to play. Nah, I'm not mm-hmm. going nah, to do that. You know, that's, mm-hmm. you know, that's their, uh, that's their stance. And I'm going to support, you know, that decision you know whether they play or not. Um, so for for me, I'm I'm indifferent about it. I love the idea that basketball is back, um, but yeah. I also love the idea that if I see Kyrie, you know, on the front lines in Louisville, Kentucky, protesting Breonna Taylor, I'm going to be with that too. You know, right, so, right, um, right. You know that's 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 my whole stance on it. Um, I do, um, like I said, I do love basketball, but. If basketball didn't even return, and if all of them wanted to to boycott it, then I would be with them straight up. Right, right. And, and I I I had to ask because you saw media trying to draw that line. Right. You know, it's it's either you get with this or you get with that. You know, like, and if you get with that, you know, like you you should be shunned. Like, you know, and, and Kyrie has said some off the wall stuff before, but. I didn't like the way that they were trying to spin what he was saying. If, if that yeah. makes sense, um, LeBron had a point, you know, in terms of you know we are we we are on this stage, you know, we've got all eyes on us, so we can make a we can make a statement, you know, on the court yeah, as we're doing our job and stuff. I'm confused. Um, I, don't judge, I don't judge Kyrie, but. What platform do you have if you don't play? Like you're famous because you're a basketball player. You're not famous because you protest. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. like I'm not gonna see Kyrie because they're not gonna be cameras on him. So how do I get behind what he's doing? Like I don't follow him on media. I'm not at his crib. Like I need him to be on TV and and discuss these things. Imagine if. They still haven't gotten Brianna Taylor's killers every time they stuck a microphone in front of his face. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, imagine that. Yeah, yeah, that's uh-huh. way more impactful uh-huh. to me. Well, I, I think I think from from Kyrie's point, he's more so along the lines of, you know what, let's let's get out there, you know, let's protest and stuff. Because I mean, before before they even allowed players to get back into the gym and stuff. I mean, social media was recording. Like you had a lot of NBA players. You had James, uh, you had James Harden and Russell Westbrook and Demar Derozan and Compton or whatever, and like you know, mobilizing like leading protests. You had Jalen Brown or whatever who flew down from Boston to no, Atlanta. He, no, he actually drove. He actually drove. Oh, okay. Like okay. yeah, there was a month. 
Yeah, there was a bunch so, that did it. I don't know. Yeah, so, I mean, but people are following them because of, they're good at what they do. Right. They're successful. Right, right. Not just backup basketball players that sit the bench. They're doing things that make ooh and ah and follow and watch movies. And I just think their platform is basketball. Like they can protest at the same time. You know, I, I, I just don't think there's one way to protest. When you think yeah. protesting yeah. is just marching, then that puts you at a place where you could say, well, we've been marching since the city. Yeah, yeah. Right. You know, right. like, when do we try right. something different? He's stuck in his room. Start mm-hmm. a business. Support. Invest mm-hmm. in business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, this is an mm-hmm. economic fight. Start a political party and start gathering money. Fund me pays to start getting people out of jail that are in fucked up situations. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. make a difference. Okay, yeah. people showed up to hear this motherfucker talk, <laughs> which surprised me. Which like everybody's like crazy. <laughs> yeah, there were people there. <laughs> this just surprised me. People I... <laughs> said, "You know where I'm gonna go? I'm, I'm gonna go, to see, go. Yeah, I'm to go see Kanye talk." Yeah. Posted a, an Instagram. Before they went in, like they had to have. Like, what kind of person wastes their time doing that shit? <laughs> Pisses this me off. Dope. Like, why were there cameras in the room? He should have flicked out alone. Yo, he, speaking of which, speaking of this, uh, this Kanye thing, yo. So, this, uh, this, this artist, uh, the South Carolina artist by the name of Matt Nelson, he's, um, from. He's from the 95 side of South Carolina. Um, if I'm not mistaken, it, it's in that. Oh, I want to say it's like the Hampton area. Um, and, you know, he 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 blurts out, yo, what what about the Gullah Geechee people, Kanye? And like Kanye didn't like that at all. And they kicked him out. They kicked him out of the out of the whole whatever Kanye had, yo. It was the funniest thing I've ever seen, but like he doesn't even know what that is, does he? <laughs> nah, I, I doubt he knows what Gullah Geechee is. And shout out to my family. You know, I'm I'm of uh, my grandfather uh, is of, of that Gullah Geechee uh, culture. So shout out to my family out in Charleston. Can you can and you talk with the accent though? I I cannot talk with the accent. I be oh. trying to. I be trying to. I swear, I be trying to tease my cousins. And all and all of that. Listen, um, and listen, I know Thomas. I, I know Thomas. No, Thomas went to the college <laughs> of Charleston. So yeah, I was down there for five years, bro. So so talk <laughs> talk talk to him like that. Hey, like hey, what going on, little boy? <laughs> hey, what going on? <laughs> hey, little hey, baby. Hey, what's going on, little <laughs> baby? Hey, so hey, so 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 funny. So the funniest story. So uh, we uh, we had this gym on campus. And so, like, all of the students used to go play ball there or whatever. So some of the locals would come in and play, too. So we saw these uh, so these two locals. We were playing, like, I mean, this was an intense pickup game. Make a long story short, the two locals were going at each other. So one of them got pissed off because he got hit in the mouth or whatever by the other one. The other one, said, he said, yo, you come to Danny Jones, I book your knee by. So... <laughs> So there's this legendary uh, gym or whatever. Well, I don't know if it's legendary, but it's notorious in in Charleston called Danny Jones Gym. And you go to Danny Jones Gym, and 
like they play ball out there, but it ain't no, you know, usual, you know, pickup games or whatever. Like, nah, you get, you get out there, you know, no blood, no foul type thing. You know, it's fights out there, everything else. And, man, when I tell you I came home and I told my parents that, yo, they, like, flipped. Like, they were rolling. <laughs> I was like, Every time I go back to school, they're like, all right, don't go to Danny Jones now. <laughs> hey, but yeah, man. But shout out, shout out to all my cousins um in, in Charleston and shout out to all my homeboy. Um, hey, I'm throwing hey, I gotta throw out I gotta throw out a quick shout out. My homeboy D Lee, homeboy Nardo in, in, in blue. Y'all know, y'all know where y'all at. So so holla at them boys from the chat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man yeah man so you know i i enjoyed i enjoyed the conversation tonight fellas um i i really appreciate y'all coming on and you know after basically a month hiatus um we were able to get back on and and you know we didn't miss a beat so you know i appreciate the love from from everybody who's been asking, yo, when y'all having another episode? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So we we definitely appreciate it. And I still um, think that's amazing that people care. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah so it's, it's crazy. It, it is crazy, man. Like we we've been getting it. You like, yo, you know, y'all y'all having another episode? Yeah, you know, we taking a little, you know, taking a little break right quick. And I mean, yep. you know, it, it's a blessing to to have, you know. We have pictures of the time apart, though. Yeah, yeah, we do have pictures from Saturday. If you want us to send out some pictures, God damn it! (laughs) On that note, I'm I'm ending this. I'm ending this. (laughs) (laughs) And and Kel was there in spirit. Yeah, he was there. Kel was there in spirit. But yeah, man. um, But yeah, you know what I'm saying. Shout out! Shout out to everybody who listens. And, uh, you know, like I said, you know, we back in full effect and, you know, we're going to get busy with this thing. So, you know, y'all got anything else? You know what I'm saying? Like, give your final uh-huh. final words, final thoughts. Nah, man, man. Just shout out to, you know, everybody who's, who's you know, like you said, Kev, been asking, hey, you know, when's the next episode? What's going on, man? Like. You know, you guys got good chemistry and stuff, man. The, the people know. The streets will keep it real with you every single time or whatever. And uh, I, I'm just glad we on a, we, we thought of this platform. We brought it together. We made it happen. And, uh, yeah, man, let's let's keep shooting. Let's keep going. For sure, man. I love y'all dudes, man. Fact. Fact. Hey, man, love y'all. Love y'all What's too, up, same here. Love y'all bros, man. Yo, so that's a that's a wrap. Holla at y'all later. Yes, sir. That was gonna be easy, man. Yes, sir. Y'all too. What up, everyone? It's your boy Kevin, and as always, on behalf of Dwight and Thomas, we would like to thank you for listening to this episode of the Launchpad. We have a lot more in store for you, so keep a lookout for us. We'll holla at you.